0: Alrighty, today is January 5, 2020 And we're going to dive in So I want you to thank God for the Spoonbenders Actually, let's call this one Spoonbending in Speed Because back in the old days, before I formed What's currently called the Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard Group uh, I didn't have a Facebook group, I joined the three Neville Goddard groups that I could find that were in English. There was maybe one in Spanish. I can't remember when that one came along. But I could find three groups, and I joined all three. And for some reason, I became a moderator on two of them. I mean, they just made me one because I was posting good shit. (sighs) Because this is what I would do. People would ask questions. I'd see the same questions across all three groups. I'd write an article and put a link to the article. And, of course, I started putting at the end of the articles, hey, if you got gold and you want to buy something, I just made something up called the Feel It Real Power Pack or the Prosperity Pack or whatever, right? Now, this is where it gets really, really cool because the biggest Neville Goddard group back then uh, got into bending spoons. You see, I am not the guy to sit back and watch people slow each other down. I'm just not into that. I mean, if some if people like I'm not big into letting addicts create more addicts and what an addict is, an addict is someone who believes I have to use drug of choice before I can experience behavior of choice, right? Got to drink some beers before I go talk to the pretty women's, right? Well, before I can drink beers or you shoot heroin, I've got to steal someone's television set. So I got the money. If you listen to addicts, they'll always have the power outside of themselves, and they always need to do something first to get what they need so they can experience what they want to experience. I find that I can experience being, you know, relatively high stoned, personally at peace or driven without having to have mood music or drugs or anything like that, but that's beside the point. But let's talk about spoon bending because, you see, I was in this group. I'll just call it Neville Goddard and the Spoon Benders. Sounds like a hell of a band name, doesn't it? And so people started bending spoons. And I thought, well, this sounds fun. Let me join in. I I, I seriously thought that. I thought, fuck, man. Yeah, I'd like to bend spoons. Yeah, I like doing weird tricks. So I went to the local op shop. You know, it's like the Salvation Army in the States. I think it was the Savers. And I bought two bags of used spoons. Holy fuck, man. (laughs) spent like four dollars. And I mucked around for a little bit, I studied, I read a book on Yuri Geller, because he was real known for it, and decided to model some of his internal processes, and, and then, yeah, I was just having fun. I mean, I was sharing all this good shit, but I thought, well, you know, if these people are bending spoons, I might as well have some fun. And then it got weird, because people started doing the, well, I'm trying to bend spoons to prove this works. And people would be saying, oh, yeah, ever since I started bending spoons, my... Manifesting is getting better. I said, oh, this is interesting. And other people, well, you know, I can bend spoons, but nothing's happening. So I start talking to them. Right? I reach out. And the ones that are actually having success are actually doing what Neville taught. Whether or not they were bending spoons. And those who were bending spoons were just bending spoons. Right? But here's the thing. I got kicked out of that group. Oh, my God. Because, see, two things happened. One, I kept sharing the good stuff. Because people put up, how do I do this, how do I do that? And I'd put up basically, like I do now, use the tools, do what Neville taught, check this out. I just wrote an article for you. We didn't have podcasting back then. It wasn't all that easily done. This was 2012, 2013. And so, after a while I noticed, well heck, you know, like, uh, this is good, this is fun. But then sometimes my articles started getting taken down, my little comments. And it's like, wow. And then I discovered, here's what happened, right? I was imagining something bigger. I was imagining a group where we only dive into Neville and how we play with Neville. In other words, you don't need to bend spoons or manifest a white car or a yellow rose. And I'm picking on this stuff because it is so much easier to actually do what Neville taught, Neville says the moment you feel desire, that's when you move into its assumption. When you feel a desire, not when you go, oh, let's start small. How about a yellow posy? Yeah, you don't have the right to do that. I mean, you can, but you don't have the you, you don't have the capacity to tell what's small and what's big. And if you really play with the tools, you're going to get that you're bigger than all your desires because you are what give life to all of your desires. All of your wishes fulfilled, you are what gives life to them. In other words, you're bigger than all the stuff in your life put together. And, and when you start to actually get that, and, the, and you don't get that by bending spoons. I mean, there's all sorts of little tricks to bending spoons that I've learned. I mean, not hard. Some people inadvertently stumble onto them, some deliberately do them. But here's the thing, there's no trick to feeling it real. You can do what Neville did, you can do what we do, which is continuously explore it. If you actually listen to Neville's lectures over decades, he continued to explore his core precepts. Consciousness is the only reality, your awareness of being is God. That's all we do, that's where the courses all come from. Dream-driven day, manifesting mastery. All those just come from our play, our exploring, because we want you to play and explore. It just might be the only game in town. And of course, if you're playing, you explore, you get a couple bennies. One, you get what you want in life. That's pretty cool. You should see where we live and how we live too. And some of you have and some of you will. And two, you get to discover who you are and how this works. And to me, that's pretty cool, because if you look at me, I'm generally a very thankful kind of guy, and I'm not thankful to manipulate things. I'm not putting thank you, like a like it's not thank you like a coat of sprinkles on a dog turd or anything either. I'm thankful because I know who I am and how this works, and I experience this joy when you discover it. So here's what I want you to do today. I want you to notice if you're wasting any time bending spoons. I really do. Because, I mean, if you want to bend spoons, bend them. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm into magic tricks and stuff. I'm, I, I have a couple really corny ones. I was in the little Chinatown place here in Melbourne yesterday, and I bought some uh, stuff. And so the Chinese girl behind the counter, I showed her two of my corny magic tricks. Oh, my God, she loved them. It's just a way that I have fun. Nothing wrong with having fun if you want to listen to some music or light a candle or burn some incense. But don't. Don't make it part of your manifesting. Because for you to do any of that, before you can light a candle, you have to imagine having lit a candle. (laughs) Before you can light the incense, you have to... Ooh, I actually smell Nag Champa before I light it. I enjoy it. But I don't... It's not part of my manifesting ritual. See, it's like this podcast. I imagined having made a crushing podcast. Getting some gold out there into the world and getting some great feedbacks. And here we are. So notice if you're spoon bending in any way. Are you putting something between you and your success? Are you wasting time? And if you are, go listen to the previous episode. The one on me taking a a pizzle to manifest. Oh my God, seriously. Yeah, 60 second (laughs) win. I have these all day long because I don't bend spoons. See ya.